Welcome to another edition of Wander and Muse, the podcast dedicated to giving creators a platform to share their stories, creations, and tips. I'm your host, Heather Wolpern, and today's guest is Don Guerra from Barrio Bread. Before we get started, go ahead and do me a favor by subscribing to the Wander and Muse with Heather podcast and following Wander and Muse on Facebook and YouTube. Find the links at wanderandmuse.world. Let's begin. Hello, Don. Hello, Heather. How are you? I'm doing so well. So good to see you. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for having me today. Oh, Always of course. So fun to sit down with you. You too. You too. I know last time we got together was when I still hosted the uh, Business Of yes. uh, show on the radio. And I feel like a lot has happened since then. That was, what, one or two years ago? I'm trying to it think. Was, I think it was two years ago. Was it? I think it was two years ago, but time flies. Yeah. And when I popped on your website, I was looking like, yet again, you have more media. Like, you're doing yeah. so well because you just keep evolving and expanding. And so... For people who must live under a rock and don't know who you are, <laughs> what you've uh, been doing, give a quick little synopsis of what Barrio Bread's about. Uh, yeah, so Barrio Bread is really a community investment project, community investment sort of business. Um, I believe in serving community mm-hmm. and uh, connecting community through bread. That's my mission mm-hmm. statement, plain and simple. It happens every day at Barrio Bread. The bread I've been making for 30 plus years is naturally leavened, so right. uh, sourdough leavened. It's a French technique called Levin, no added sugars or oils. Amazing quality bread because it is made with Arizona grains. So mm-hmm. it's Arizona all the way. And I'm super proud of, you know, being a baker over 30 years. The mm-hmm. last, say, 12 years has been trying to revive this local grain economy in our region and now right. statewide initiative. And, um, you know, just bread for the people. And Definitely. not only bread now, but it's bread's been my vehicle to really kind of be a mover and you know sort of a food champion to rally people together and connect our community where they see it's more than bread it's a chance to connect it's a chance Mm -hmm. to talk about food talk about food initiatives food equality equitable um, food systems and really get this dialogue going so we can really mobilize and get food to the people who value it um, deserve it and sort of this is what it's turned into so not right. just the bread but bread's been my vehicle really to connect with people and serve my community definitely definitely and something i came upon was when you were saying it must have been in an article you were talking about when you're in flagstaff and you would order your ingredients mm-hmm. you would have no idea where they really came from yeah. and so now it's a completely different story i mean you're up at hayden mills now and gilbert and the uh, father-daughter team—they are growing this Sonoran White. So talk yeah. more about that, because I was impressed by that. Yeah, it is a really amazing opportunity. One reason I'm there. There's several reasons, but primary reason I'm there is because it's a chance to work with Jeff and Emma Zimmerman. Um, it's father-daughter team. Jeff is the founder, um, as well as Emma now. But it's this kind of discussion I had with Jeff years ago, back in 2010. Uh-huh. He was a Dakota farmer. His family had been farmers for years, and one of the crops saved. Uh, raise was grain mm-hmm. when he's having this talk with me here when i first met him he's saying oh you're a baker do you think it would be a good idea to grow grains in the desert do you think you could do something with it and back then it was just this spoken word and instantly i said absolutely yeah. we need to to really put make this, this into happen, motion make right. this happen and so that's what happened there's crops that were grown out there 
also here in Southern Arizona, mm -hmm. Gary Nabhan, uh, a grain champion with Native Seed Search, and right. we all got involved in grant work. And from there, it's just taken off. But the chance to go back and work with Jeff, be in the same mill, same house. I'm in the Hayden Flour Mill's new location mm -hmm. in Gilbert. My bakery is on the interior. I built an amazing bakery. I'm making all the bread myself right now, which is um, going back to the garage days where right. I made every single yes. piece of bread. Going back to work, and it's it's a lot of fun because I'm sourcing um, new new varieties of grain mm -hmm. that are now growing in Queen Creek. So the farms are 30 miles away. And even some of the ingredients, like the fruits and some of the olives and different things okay. from Queen Creek Olive Mill, the dates um, I've been sourcing from a farmer here in Tucson nice. off of Orange Grove. So the bakery there is just going to just be elevated with the type of ingredients. Right. Um, it's fun for me. I'm on the job making all the bread, but this is a chance to really showcase what's happening in Arizona and be with the people I was meant to be with, which is the original flower partner, um, Hayden Flower Mills. That's beautiful. And that's even where you were, you grew up too. Yeah. So. And the original Hayden Flower Mills, I grew up pretty much right underneath it. I used to ride my bike from my house <laughs> to my know. Nana's house and look up at those silos. <sighs> and cross the Salt River on my bike back then. Don't recommend it, it now, <laughs> but it was, uh, wow. it's nostalgic. It's it really is. beautiful. You know, life kind of comes full circle. It sure does. And the cool thing is my mom is helping out the new bakery. <gasps> she lives she? a block away. That's the other reason I chose it, the site. I love that. And then my dad is also helping me um, with some of the cleaning. He, I love he his barber, she's a barber. I swept floors for him when I was young and uh -huh. shine shoes. Uh -huh. And he made a joke last week that now I'm shining, I'm <laughs> sleeping my son's floors. <laughs> so 75 years old That's and uh, they, they love it because I've come home and one reason to spend more time with them and them to see, you know, their grandkids and now Graciela, yes. 13 month old daughter, see their grand, grandbaby. Um, so it's really coming home and it's just with the people I want to spend time. Right. And speaking of your daughter, their granddaughter, it reminds me of, uh, a YouTube interview I saw with uh, Jeff from the Hayden Mills when he was talking about his granddaughter out mm -hmm. in these wheat fields and he actually got a little teary eyed because yeah. the passion was just, you know, you could, you could feel it and, it and you can. have that too. And so the partnership between all of you, I just think must be just so powerful. It's amazing. It's really, you know, when I'm there, we just feel the energy and yeah. it was just meant to be. And yeah. like I said, working with the people I was meant to work with. And, right. you know, he and I, we've seen everything in this grain economy as we developed it. You know, there's players have come and gone. And so mm -hmm. we're kind of like the last one standing. And it's cool that we just looked at each other and said, this, this is the time. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's do this. And it's been years talking about it and trying to find a facility, but this spot that we have now yeah. is perfect. And so, yeah, just doing the good work and now a chance to have the bread in the valley where I have massive support, it's hometown, and people are really coming out for it. And I'm seeing, you know, friends from high school. I'm seeing cousins fantastic. I haven't seen forever. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, so it's it's really so you it's truly really are breaking bread. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Yeah definitely breaking bread with with the family That's you know this beautiful. is my family only people and i love the nod to all the uh, the cultural preservation of mm -hmm. what you're doing too that that's huge and along the lines of that is about what's coming up 
actually by the time this airs, it may have just happened. <laughs> um, on November 3rd, the Tucson Hispanic Chambers uh, Gala, you're going to be awarded the Hispanic Businessman of the Year. Yeah. So you have always been very much about your Hispanic heritage and how important that is within your bread and all of that too. So talk a little bit more about that, the importance of that. Yeah. You know, I'm first of all, first and foremost, extremely honored to be the sure. awardee for this year. Um, it means so much to me. It's, um, you know, it's just unbelievable. I don't do any of this work for the accolades. It's right. just kind of head down doing it and following that light that shines bright for me, waking up every day and feeling blessed that I can do the mm -hmm. work I do. Mm -hmm. um, so this is just kind of proof that I am on the right path. Definitely. This recognition um, to me means that the work is is being done inside our communities and people value it mm -hmm. and being a you know a latino business owner mm -hmm. um it's really about working hard you know for me hard work is paid off i grew up in a barber shop eight years old with shining shoes and sweeping floors yep. and it's having pride in service mm -hmm. it's um it's looking at people and seeing that smile they give you mm -hmm. when and that compliment they give you when you went above and beyond in your service so to me, it's it hasn't changed. And that work right. ethic since I was eight years old and learned that from my father. Um, up until now, I'm serving community um, with the best intentions. I'm, you know, sort of protective of my community. I want them to eat the best food possible mm -hmm. and I want them to have access. And not only that, but I want them to know where their food comes from and yes. who's grew from the seed um, all the way to the final consumption, that they should know the people involved. And that really is a total community effort where they're knowing um, where the seeds come from and who planted it yep. and giving thanks along the entire chain of whether it's grain or vegetables or Definitely. livestock that you meet. Use your farmer. <laughs> Use your, know your farmer and know your um, producers and ask these questions. Where does food come right. from and what's in it? And to me, you know, having a transparent business model is just kind of going back in time where, you know, we lived in a very simple time where these things were known because there wasn't a lot of additives and there wasn't exactly. anything to hide. Right. You know your neighbor, right. you know mm -hmm. the butcher, the baker, and the candles mm -hmm. the maker. You're buying you know? your corn, your tomatoes, yeah. Yeah, everything. It's and... simple life. And um, I think that's what we're craving as a society now. Mm -hmm. And I know in Tucson community, all this would not be possible with all of the kudos and the support and everyone kind of giving me that courage to move forward. Because it's been kind of scary, like, should I start the new bakery? Should right. I start this new venture? Right. But along the way, everyone giving that support. And so I think that award to me means that, you know, I'm on the right path. Mm -hmm. I'm gaining a lot of support. And this is a time to give back to my community. And that's what I've done from the start. And, you know, we can all grow together. I love it. I love it. I mean, how much do you think that when you do get some higher level recognition say the new york times or chicago tribune or whatever how much do you think that does directly contribute to your bread sales it's a great question and i think that allows for um, me to have traction mm -hmm. and allow people to trust what i'm doing and once they investigate they realize that it's for the people and right. that's not some sort of capitalistic no. like pursuit mm -hmm. i believe that I'm making meaning over money. Mm -hmm. The money follows that meaning when you set the best intentions. Yes. 
to serve, but those awards do help. And I, and I do get very excited yeah. when they come around because it allows me to just continue doing what I do. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think I'll ever accomplish everything I have in mind to do right. by the time I'm not on the earth, you know, I'm in a different space, but it allows me to get up every day, totally excited and stay passionate about my work. And it just comes through every day from going around and sourcing my ingredients uh -huh. and talking to farmers to being in my bakery and handing over a loaf yep. or just taking time on a sidewalk or to stop when someone stops me and wants to chat about what's mm -hmm. happening in my life or mm -hmm. what's going on in their lives. Mm -hmm. So all these things make me feel so proud about being a Tucsonan and an Arizonan and, you know, just doing it the way I want to do it, which mm -hmm. is just, you know, give, give, give to the community. You're doing it right. And I always love your attitude and your vibe. And I feel that that comes through mm. in your bread. I mean, your bread is truly delicious. I've probably had each loaf, yeah. you know, each different type. But there is something in it that you can almost feel your passion in it. Yeah. Truly. And food is like that when you when you have a producer behind it that is 100% committed or the team is 100% yeah. committed. And that's another factor that comes into play is mm -hmm. keeping staff happy, healthy, sure. respected, and give them, them some creative energy. So I, you know, I love every day when I'm working at the front and the laughing gets so loud. I have to go in <laughs> back and say, you guys, guys. calm down. <laughs> it's a little loud up front. I love and that. to me, it's like, even though I'm like the boss and I have to like, you know, set things straight. Have. Exactly. <laughs> great problem to have and I just walk back and I think I'm so lucky yeah mm -hmm. yeah you're really blessed for sure and we've talked about your passion a lot and you you do love waking up every morning but are there those days though where you're like I don't want to have flour all over my hands yeah. today I mean do you have those days and how do you stay motivated if those days do come up you know really what happens on those days when it's a difficult if I'm super tired yeah. or you know I've had some sort of difficult business dealing sure. Sure. It's um, taking that pause and mm -hmm. looking around and the people that are surrounding me immediately, you know, friends and, and especially family waking up and that blessing that I have to um, be with them and to carve out the time and decide how much effort I put it into my business. Mm -hmm. um, it feels good. And that's a daily reminder that, hey, take a break. Yes. I get to live the life that I've always wanted to live. Yes. And I actually never thought it would come true the way it is mm -hmm. but it is a blessing every day that i can have this creative energy mm -hmm. where sometimes it just takes a phone call random phone call where i meet someone that's mm -hmm. you know i get connected to a, a new ingredient or it's some new opportunity or Definitely. it's a speaking engagement right, right now there's every week i have at least one speaking engagement and a lot with young people oh good so going to schools That's um really i was just important. at a you know well last two um assignments was at charter schools oh, good. where they're having difficult motivating some of the children oh. um and just helping them get on track by seeing some sort of inspiration in their life and for me bring samples it helps to bring samples <laughs> but just be hungry <laughs> yeah and yeah. just being like you know the this teacher I was in front of, you know, young people and giving them a little um, glimmer of hope for their own lives that, you know, you don't have to have everything figured out no. that life comes from exploring and sometimes getting distracted, mm -hmm. but it comes from gathering information and being a learner and being open to new ideas and 
valuing the people that are, you know, teaching you or sharing with you Definitely. or raising you or, you know, mm -hmm. feeding you, whatever it is. But it's, it's really fun to see those kids. And then to have them come back in the bakery and say, hey, you were in our class. And, oh, good. You know, I told my mom and dad yeah. to come down. And, you know, that really feels good. It definitely. Yeah, and it's true. You were saying how at that age they don't need to know what's next for them. And even at our age, it's the no, same exact thing. No, keep it open. We don't know when the next email is going to come or the next phone call where yeah. it's like, oh, I didn't even think of that right? avenue to New take. Angles Let's and, do that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and just like what's, what you're doing, you know, like as an artist, you're, you're still inside your your artistic realm but mm -hmm. there's so many branches to that so because many. you're an open thinker and yeah. a progressive person that opportunities come just by exploring and right. so that's what i'm trying to instill in the kids and even you know with older adults that i, I feel lucky i found my craft and my calling and what i want to do but um it just takes just being open i agree but i, I feel lucky but that's a blessing just realizing every day when i get challenged to Take a breath, look around, and know that there's blessings in every part of my life and, and stay motivated. And even if something ends up not working out as you had hoped or planned, you know, like Barrio Charo, you ended up changing mm -hmm. directions with that, but that's okay. It's okay. I mean, not everything needs to be perfect forever, you no, know? Yeah. So, but how great that you went for it, right? Yeah, it's, it's a learning opportunity. And, you know, what I love to do now is you can set things in motion, but don't have it figured out, mm -hmm. you know? And I think, you know, maybe younger in life, I wanted things to go a certain way. Right. Um, but I realize even daily, like my schedule of being an entrepreneur, there's sure. no day that's ever the same for me. And I right. know it might be frustrating for some people around me. And they're like, how could you do this? Like we, you were going to do this and now you don't have time or you, oh, you're going to go over time. here and do this. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of being open. I have to flex, but I try not to set massive expectations yeah. besides good intentions. Right. And when I do that, if the energy flows in a positive way and it works out great, if it's, if it's changing and I need to change with it, then I'm happy to do it mm -hmm. because I know sort of life is that way that, yeah. you know, the universe kind of writes you and kind it of does. tests you sometimes like what you have in you which you can handle, but then at the right. end, it kind of like gets you in the right spot where it's you so need true. to be. It's so true. Yeah. We have a very similar <laughs> philosophy of life. I know we do. That's why we're good <laughs> friends too. Exactly. Uh, let's see what else. I also stumbled upon something that I don't think, I'm not sure if it actually has come to fruition yet or not, but I saw that you're considering making a beer with fermented bread. I'm, you want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, that was a fun project. We just oh, had so our, it did happen. It happened. We okay. did our did the beer launch um, two weekends ago, and it was with Wilderness Brewing Okay. Um, up in Gilbert. They have been friends and supporters and fans and, and vice versa, me for them, because they are like master fermenters. But we did a beer that was made um, with whole grain bread okay. and some of my grains. It's a called a kvass. It's an Eastern European beer. Primarily it's Russian. All right. And it's been a beverage that younger and older people have enjoyed in, mm. in Russia. It's low ABV. So I, I think, know you know, oh, alcohol. Oh, alcohol. Oh, oh. Yeah, by volume. So, <laughs> so those, the Russian kids, I think they were getting a little nip back then, but it's probably keeping them happy. But this one was a, a beer of that sort, that style, which is sort of this farmhouse ale where it's an open fermentation. Okay. Because to inoculate the fermentation, to oh. initiate it, it was with sourdough. Oh, gotcha. So it's kind of this bread That's sourdough so beer. Kolikovas. 
And the cool thing was, yeah. it was named after my daughter, Graciela. Oh. I'll have to bring you a bottle. Yeah. But it's um, kind of tribute to her and what we thought of when we come up to the names and what we're doing. You know, they're very into conservation and sourcing local and making sure that, you know, Wilderness Protected, that's the name of their business. But it's also a focus on the youth. So we can conserve for ourselves, but we need to be thinking about all this for the future generations. Definitely. So the, the, you know, my 13-month-old daughter now has a beer. And I say, where does she go from here? It's named after her, you know. So, Vodka, um, I guess. right, I she's just on the up. <laughs> but it was a fun celebration, and the fact that you know they wanted they wanted to name it after you know our daughter Aww, was special because it really sweet. is about the youth. And if we can't we can't conserve what we have now and protect for the future, or it can even continue with the craft knowledge to pass that on where are we in the future so Definitely. you know we talk a lot about you know conservation of land and water rights these are things we need to do to protect now um to make me put measures in place where we can have these future generations enjoying kind of what we're doing now definitely mm -hmm. since here we are at the end of october the holiday season's right around the corner so i want to plug your merch so yeah. now, so you've had gift cards for a long time. Gift cards. What a great stocking stuffer that would be, right? Yes, they're ten dollar increments. Okay. Um, for Barrio Bread, um, a great way to gift a friend or gift yeah. an office mate. Office mate. Um, That's a good idea. Actually, yeah, you know, everybody loves Barrio Bread. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great. And I even noticed this is really cool that realtors are buying those gift cards, and when they close on a house, great they're putting idea. a stack of those in the house. Or even a loaf of bread to go with it and saying, really you have your neighborhood bakery now, body of bread, go there. So it's a really great gift, especially coming from out of town. These realtors, yeah. people buy houses when they're, oh, you know, right. out of Discover state. You, and right. yeah, so it's, it's, but this makes me feel that barrio bread is a, such a part of the community, integral part of the community, because it has to do with everything from agriculture mm -hmm. to culinary, mm -hmm. you know, the gastronomy part sure. to, you know, just community. having fun, community, yeah. eating delicious bread, and right. breaking bread with your community, you know? Mm -hmm. I fun. completely agree. And then you also have those great t-shirts with yes. your signature uh, bread on the, yeah. on the front. And now, how often do you come up with a new stencil for the bread? Some of those specialty breads where one has a saguaro I have on. new ones for the Gilbert site right now. Oh, so you? those are kind of, and I have some Dia de los Muertos. Oh, that's a great stencils. idea. Those are coming. I just got some of those. That's a great idea. But it's fun. It just shows that the bread is art, that it can be edible it art. And art. it's not just a food, but it is an art piece. It and is? so, you know, being in the in the craft this long, mm -hmm. I pay close attention on the appearance of the bread, mm -hmm. the artistic side of the bread, because I want people to take it home, put it on the counter, and just look at it maybe for a little know, while before they just take a bite. I love you but say that. But then when you do cut into it, it just That's disappears. You're like, it. oh my God, did we just devour right. that loaf in two days? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's so good. And like you're saying, it's all that good energy that goes into it. So you feel like yeah. when you're eating it, and I love to watch people eat it because yeah. everyone's smiling. Right, right. And that just shows that there's all that good energy that has something to do with right. your facial muscles to bring that emotion oh. out. You know, and so that is really powerful. I see sometimes people in their cars kind of, you know, sit and eat their barrio bread in the car. <laughs> this nice. couple the other day told me how they put a little butter. They yeah. take a little butter with them. <laughs> so they have we a little date a in the front seat. in the console. 
Yeah, it's true. I love it. Uh, so. so truly, I mean, uh, when people talk about love languages, you know, it's yeah. like anytime my husband's brought me home barrio bread, I'm just like, oh my god, I love sweet. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows the way to my heart. Right, me too. <laughs> so cool. So, what else do you want to share today uh, before we wrap up? Let's see. We've talked about. Uh, the barriobread.com merch that people can have. Um, just in case someone doesn't already know, you're at the Broadway Village Shopping Center Tuesdays through Saturdays from 9 to 1 or until the bread is gone, which yeah. is Broadway and Country Club, basically. Just kind of back in there on that little Eastbourne Street. Yeah, and now uh, Gilbert. So the way the oh, Gilbert yeah. Bakery works mm -hmm. is a, it's a, um online reservation. Right. So going to barriobread.com, clicked on the online ordering, mm -hmm. you'll see three pictures, three thumbnails. One is for the Wednesday collection, Tucson, Friday collection, Tucson, and now Tuesday collection, Gilbert. Clicking gotcha. on that button, you'll be able to reserve breads. The window for ordering goes live on Saturday, let's see, on Wednesday at okay. 4 p.m. and then closes on Saturday and then the next Tuesday is when you pick up your reserve breads. So okay. you can pay for it and reserve it and there's always extras on site. So that's the, the model I'm using in Phoenix. I'm not going to jump too soon on what the model is in Phoenix. I'm just enjoying being there in the valley and being mm -hmm. with friends and family and making the bread and then possibly a farmer's market on Saturday. But I want to make sure my time is not too thin here in Tucson right. because right. it is my home and I love it so much. Definitely. But I, I'm really inspired to be back in the valley. Like I said, for many reasons, family, friends, sure. and in the Hayden Flower Mills um, mill house. So it's really cool. I love everything that's happening. And boy, have you come a long way since you're making bread in your oh garage. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> selling out of the back of your car at schools yeah. around town. That was it's still fun. really vivid. Like it was yesterday, but it's, it's been like 13 years or something. Yeah. How long Some has it been? Some of the best days of my life yeah. in that garage. And, you know, I think about it because people say, oh, you must be so much happier now. But I've always been happy yeah. as long as I'm making the bread yeah. and getting out to the people and, that little Honda Odyssey I used to pack yes. and I used to call it mobile retail uh -huh. and jamming around to the schools or the markets and popping out the back and selling right. the bread. Those are great times for me, but I do believe that, you know, the success of my business has been due to the foundation I've laid. Mm -hmm. So really not going too quickly and trying yeah. to fast forward and, but being proud of every stage of, yeah. of my life and every stage of my career and, you know, everything I've done, like I said, is for, for the people. I love it. Yeah. And staying humble. How do you stay so humble? You know, it's much easier. <laughs> I feel <laughs> it's, you know, I just, I sometimes just don't look up too much. Um, but I'm very, I'm very proud just to come where I, you know, from. And, mm -hmm. you know, I just feel like there's so much to do, like I said. So, you know, being humble, it comes easy because I feel like there's so much more work to do. Mm. And I feel like I have a long way to, to go until I really fulfill my you know ultimate goal. But along the way, I'm hitting these beautiful benchmarks yes. that have kind of like pushed me forward to the next one with some great force and courage and just excitement. So for me, you know, I, I love what I do, but I love to share that enthusiasm, excitement and, you know, and success with my community and that keeps me humble just knowing that. that there's so much more to do and and i'm just you know and after you know at the day's end i'm just like a simple guy yeah mm -hmm. i love it yeah. all right well thank you so much for your time today don yeah 
And everyone head over to barriobread.com for any more information you could possibly need about Don. He's such a fantastic guy and shop, stop by the shop whenever you can. And thanks so much for listening. Remember to check out Wander and Muse.world. Email me at heather at wanderandmuse.world for some host red sponsorship opportunities or to be my guest. And please go ahead and subscribe to my Wander and Muse with Heather on YouTube and the podcast channels. Go out there and create something today. Thanks for listening.